and welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know Master John, Lord Valor, Johnny Hotcakes! Yay! Me! Yay! Yeah! That was enthusiastic. Wasn't it? Yeah! <laughs> We're doing it. We're here. We get to come back Woo-hoo. to the mic. <laughs> it's been a while. We've taken a couple days off. We've been lazy slackers. We've been so lazy throwing parties throwing and doing parties. demos. <laughs> so fucking lazy. <laughs> so your demos are going to debut this week. We're going to put them on the podcast. It's exciting. It is exciting. We'll see how that goes. If people like it, we'll do some more. We had about 50 people come to a small brunch social yeah. over the weekend. And everyone seemed to enjoy it, I hope. Yeah. And we did a sensual domination. We talked about the five senses, how to use them different different ways, and then how to take them away, and what happens when you take them away. Yeah. So and then what we, happens when you take them away, John? <laughs> <laughs> Fun things. And then we showed them how to take away all of them. Oh wow! It was great. Well, you don't really take away touch, but you yeah. alter touch. Yeah. So you take away all the senses. You leave touch, but it's altered. So we put it in the back bed. It was great. <laughs> That's exciting. And then everybody got to touch. Oh, yeah. It was nice. Everybody went and touched her. I bet they love that. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't tell. She told me afterwards, she's like, I thought you were the only one touching me. I was like, no, you told them they could touch. I let them touch. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't tell because she couldn't see or hear. Yeah. And barely feel. Yeah. I fogged her a little bit inside there. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we recorded the whole thing. And we're going to edit it out. You know, there's spaces in there where we're not saying anything so yeah. we're going to edit it down we'll see awesome and if it works out well, well we'll record some more demos so yeah that's what we we do on the weekends that's have little we parties do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting ready for I've got a big demo coming up at another event in February yeah yeah that's exciting okay February is a long ways away so you don't I need know. to confuse anybody well, with that <laughs> I, I've got to get ready. I need to okay. start practicing. I got to okay. get ready for that. Your right. mental, mental state. I am you have mental. To be ready. I'm very mental. <laughs> but now, um, but it comes quick. So we have a party in a month, though. That's going to come quick. Yes, that's Ken and Barbie's Playhouse. Yeah, Barbie and Ken. It's going to be great. I have people. I'm sure, I get to wear pink. It's going to be so much. Yeah, I get a pink kilt. Yes. <laughs> no, I won't. Ooh, Shut the fuck come up. Come on, that's a good idea. That's a crossroad. <laughs> Crossdresser kilt. I'm not doing that. I don't do that. I get a pink kilt from. I get a pink kilt from a partner. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah, cute little mini. I get my black kilt. Should have a pink kilt. And we'll walk around together. <laughs> You're a mess. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? No. So we're never ready. DJ our who cow has written to us a few times. Okay. And has he, he has he gone into, on his who cow adventure yet? Well, you don't want to find out because I did not read this email. I was oh, going to wait for you and wait for me so we can really just kind of absorb this together. So we can laugh together. Yes. Okay. So. So he says, thank you so much for the kind words. Truly, it means a lot. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed hearing these stories. My partner and I are normally pretty shy. Actually, to her own detriment, we missed a local shibari workshop years ago just because we're too shy. Even sending my first email, I was back and forth on doing it, whether or not I should. And even when I decided I would send it, I was unsure on things to maybe leave out. Like I was thinking of leaving out the bit when my partner said, 
you're getting kidnapped, so it doesn't matter what you want. Because I was worried that cause a talk about red flags or consent. And, but instead, we got something needs to go in that butt. <laughs> That's what John's response was, right? Yeah, yeah, we need to make that happen. Which we pissed ourselves laughing over and constantly quote now, but yeah, we worry <laughs> over things like that. Well, you know, DJ, you don't have to worry with John and I because with zero judgment, John and I do I the right. weirdest shit. <laughs> I was telling my mom something weird that we did this weekend, and she's like, you know, that's kind of sick. <laughs> Which part? Which part? <laughs> <laughs> Let me she's... see. I electrocuted my girlfriend in front of people. Yes. We went to local dungeon. She electrocuted me in front of people. <laughs> and then we found this guy was the first time there. He's like, can I? Can I try? And I'm like, I guess. So we got two violent wands out and we electrocuted them together. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was great. That's exciting. So that was weird. That's exciting. I mean, and then we did the demo here, did some weird things. <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> Saw some weird things, did some weird things. <laughs> got asked to do some weird things. I had to, I had to decline a few people. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. You have to tell me about that later. <laughs> They want a fire company, and I was like, yeah, we've already done four, and we're, we're oh, shutting it down. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, Anytime I do fire company, people line up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of overwhelming to do so many, yeah. so much. I mean, one time, one party. It was party, a cute you, girl. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't mind doing it, but, you know, you got to. It's long. It takes yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, I shall continue. I even kind of panicked first hearing you read it, but that quickly went and gave me a weird confidence boost that's genuinely affected me in every way. I just hope my partner gets hit by it, too. But thank you so much for that. I don't know if it'll be I'll be confident, confident enough to send a pic of my ass with a plug in it like Master John asked. But (laughs) (laughs) if I ever am, of course, I'll oblige. Anyway, sorry for the rant. Just wanted to say thanks, but I believe you wanted the juicy details. Oh, yeah. Here we go. John and I always want juicy details. So, he starts off. I got to start with a little context. Why don't I let you read this, John? You want me to read it? I do. I want you to read it. And this is a good segue into our our podcast tonight. It is. This is. Yes. It is. Because this is going to be great. It's going to be great. At the very beginning, I got to start right there. I got to start with a little context, y'all. Okay. I do this in the southern accent. I can't do the English accent. <laughs> y'all. My partner loves impact play during her... <laughs> oh, God, no. No, you can't do southern. You okay, can't I'm do it. Do Go southern. ahead. Okay. Do John voice. <laughs> My partner loves impact play, and during it, her body moves a particular way. I don't know if it's all pain subs. If it's all pain subs, but she'll... she'll, she'll ugh. She'll slowly move her back up and down and loves to lower her head with each strike of pain. That's yeah, sexy. That's, right, and that's pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, hit me right there. Yeah. <laughs> like they put it up for you so you can hit them there. Right? <laughs> right? right, okay. I describe it as her riding the wave, pa- the wave pain, and it's such a beautiful sight that I can't get enough of my description doesn't do it justice but knowing that's what she does i decided to be an asshole oh Oh, shit naughty dj i take a turn at the start i led her to the bed and sat her down on the edge as she sat there i put a collar on her along her cuffs and on her wrists and ankles i had to get on all fours on the bed and place a dog hood on her after i told her that i 
going to spank her until she can't take anymore. She smiled at that. But then I told her to look straight, and, she, and if she moves her head up while I'm spanking her, I will remove everything I had planned that involves any kind of pleasure. Her wide eyes spoke a thousand words. I then blindfolded her so she couldn't focus on anything in the room and began spanking her. First with my hands, then with her favorite paddle until she eventually said she couldn't take anymore. Now she was awesome during this. I didn't, didn't move at all apart from one major part that I forgave and I would love her, your opinions on if I was too nice to her. When I was using the paddle, I stroked her ass with it and then eventually pulled away but I delayed the hit to keep her guessing and she began shaking her head at that tease. I said, excuse me, did you just move? To which she shook her head again. I asked her if she was trying to tell me she wants pain today and she quickly apologized and I forgave and continued with the scene in its entirety. Do you think I should have let that go? I'm happy to rectify if not. <laughs> I love it. Right? Honestly, it's the first time you've done this. Yeah. Taking it slow, I wouldn't let it go. Right? You know? Yeah. But you did say, do it again. You know? Yeah. Give absolutely. her a chance. If she says it again, it's on. Yeah. Yeah. So you did good. I think I think they did the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. I took off the blindfold and dog hood, connected her wrist cuffs together, and connected them to the bed. I let her choose what gag she'd like, and she picked tape. I put bell nipple clamps on her and a butt plug in her. Okay. So it's okay to put a butt plug in her, mm-hmm. but you want to be a little pussy about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's going to fuck you up later. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Definitely. <laughs> I then began biting and scratching all of her body until she was covered in marks. When I was done, I had her open her legs and began whipping her pussy and tits with a cat of nine tails whip. I then gave her a little bit of oil and used the vibe on her as a little reward. I then uncuffed her from the bed and removed the blindfold and gag, but then cuffed her wrists and ankles together in front of her, then placed a suction dildo on the wall and told her the quicker she sucks the dildo, the quicker I'll finger her pussy. Every time she picked up the pace, I would, and when she slowed down because she enjoyed it, I would slow down too. After that, nice. I uncuffed her again, right? That's <laughs> nice, yeah. After that, I uncuffed her again and had her stand up and muffled and mummified her torso in bondage tape along with her eyes and mouth. I then laid her down and pulled out an Itachi wand and played with her. I told her to enjoy this as much as she can because I'll be stopping when that song, when a song that was on finishes. I then unwrapped her and tied her face down, lit some candles, let them pool for a while, and then covered her back in ass and wax all while calling her my little canvas. Trigger word for her during wax play. Right on. Sounds like they know what they're doing. Yeah. When I was done, I took her into the shower and had her on all fours while I washed her and all the wax off, then brought her back up and laid her back down and lit some massage candles and just massaged them into her while she relaxed, while trying to talk to her about everything that happened. It was meant to be kind of aftercare, but she was so exhausted she practically fell asleep during the massage. I got her thoughts the next day, though. She loved it all, but absolutely hates it for me hates me for the can't move the head part but did admit as frustrating as it was she found it extremely hot and only the only complaint was the whipping on her pussy and breast which it was the first time we try out wasn't painful enough so she's getting the crop next time 
Oh, she complained because it wasn't painful enough. Mm -hmm. oh. Big old paint sluts. Hope you enjoyed reading this. And I know you said don't worry about the long emails, but I got apologies for all that. But again, thank you for the kind words and all the awesome stuff you all do. Hope you all, hope you all at the dungeon have a great day. DJ. She, she just he just threw in a little southern. Hope y'all. Hope y'all. Wow. <laughs> well, I said you all, but the same that's thing. so cool. Right. DJ, that's, that's awesome. That was sexy as hell. It was sexy as hell. It was fun. You know, all of that is great. Right. And you know, a little pleasure, a little pain. That was great. And it was nice that he wrote it down in an email. Yes. And you can go back later and look at it. Yes. Right? You have new experiences. You want to be able to remember them. Yes. I take pictures. Yes. I've never journaled. I've never written it down. But this is great. You can go back this and look at that fabulous. later. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. This is a great segue into our episode tonight. It really is. Yeah. Because tonight we're talking about BDSM journal prompts for exploring submission. Right. But I thought, you know, we're not submissives. No, but we know a lot. Of, we've had a lot of friends that will keep journals. Yes. And they'll write down their feelings and have their experiences so that yes. they can go back and look at them. We don't. But I've had people do it before. Yes, absolutely. Now, I've written stories about my experiences with different subs over the years. And um, one day I'll put those together for everyone to read. Yeah. But yeah. journaling is a good idea. It is absolutely a great idea. Great. So, journaling can be an essential tool for individuals interested in exploring BDSM and their submissive side. So, that's something we definitely know. But I think the one key, <laughs> this is the one thing that popped out to me. It says, what drew you to the idea of submission? But for you and I, you know, it's like, what draws you to BDSM? You right. know? Right. And, you know, I've had... People ask me that question. I've yeah. got my partner. We'll do things in the dungeon. She's like, well, what did that do for you? Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to put that into words. Yeah. You know, I know they're going on a journey and they're well, taking them someplace. But for me, I'm going on that journey with them. Maybe I don't go to subspace. Yeah. But taking them on that journey is my pleasure. That's what I enjoy doing. I, I enjoy creating the fantasy. I enjoy watching them. So, to be real honest, a lot of submissives say they get pleasure from pleasing the dom. For me as a dom, I also get pleasure from, from pleasing, pleasing the, the sub. sub. Yeah. Exactly. I was getting ready to say, you know, there's so many labels, but you know, you and I as people, we're natural people pleasers. Right. You know, it's not something that, you know, we think about, but it's something that we are naturally. So I think, like you said, that's what we do. We create this yeah. this fantasy for so people. So when I see my sub or my partner, my, part, my current partner is not my sub. Yes. But whatever you call it, when I see my partner is enjoying what we're doing, that brings me pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's something to, to ask people, you know, I, I try to ask people often, you know, what, why do you think you are the way you are? What has brought you to BDSM or submission? Right. And yeah. a, quick, a good question for anybody in any part of your life is why are you doing this? Absolutely. You know, you're in business. 
what why what what is your why what drives yes. you what what pushes you forward why are you doing this why are you doing that why are you, why are you doing BDSM yes. what's the purpose absolutely because if you don't know the purpose and you can't figure it out maybe you're not you shouldn't be doing it absolutely you should not be doing BDSM just to say I'm doing BDSM yeah because if you don't have a reason you're kind of lost very true you know and if you're lost then people people get hurt emotionally physically because you, you're not doing it for the right reason absolutely so journaling is a good way to kind of figure that out and to put that into words and go on that journey with, within yourself mm-hmm. yeah so okay. what does it mean to you John I think I just said it <laughs> Well, again... Why do I do BDSM? Yeah, why do you do BDSM? I just said, that's hard to put into words. <laughs> well, you know... So, yeah, I, I do get pleasure from watching my partner get pleasure because I care about her. Yes. I don't care about everyone that I that I play with. And sure. Them, but I do enjoy... I'm an attention whore. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so I do things in the dungeon sometimes so people will look and they'll see and they'll enjoy the show. Other times, it's to create that fantasy for someone else. But the real reason I just like being able to manipulate somebody's body to, sure. to get the reaction, you know, and to learn to learn how manipulate's a bad word. It's only one that really fits right now. Mm-hmm. But to be able to. Orchestrate. Yeah. Play somebody like a fucking fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, I can do it with a flogger. I can do it with fire. I can do it with electricity. There's lots of ways to do it. I've had people go in the dungeon before. You were there with me. Mm-hmm. Don't take me in subspace. Okay, I won't. And did everything I could not to take them in subspace. Yeah. I didn't hit them hard. Didn't do any of the normal things I do. Sure enough, they went straight into subspace. Yeah. Because there's a lot of different ways... And that's what we say in BDSM all the time. BDSM is different for everyone. There are a lot of ways to get where you want to go. So my thing is I like to explore new things. I like to try new things. I really like the edge play. I like the I like the adrenaline rush. A lot of people like the endorphins and the dopamine and those come. But I really I really like the adrenaline. I yeah. like I like <clears throat> creating that making that danger as real as possible without actually making it real yeah so I get that it's fun it is fun and it's scary (laughs) it feels great (laughs) I like it because it's fun that's why I like it so to ask what are your soft limits okay you know what are your hard limits what type of submissive do you want to be what kind of Dom, do you want to be? You know, I think it just works both ways. Yeah. And you know, I think doing a journal for both for every anyone was a good idea. Absolutely, especially somebody who's very new to BDSM. Yeah, just kind of journal document your journey because I'm light years away from where I was when I started. You Absolutely. Know, I, I first time I went to the dungeon, I didn't even know what. It, knew what a dom and a sub were, but I didn't, not really, you know. I knew what it meant, but I didn't know what it was. And, uh, you know, so I tried some different things. Found out real fucking fast, I'm not a sub. 
Yeah. It was great when, you, <laughs> when I first met you and you like had this big bag of toys and I was like, did you ever get to play with the toys yet? And you're like, no, no not I bought really. Them, I bought them that day for the party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've used them on myself. Does that count? <laughs> Turns out I've been playing with toys all my little life. Yes, you have. <laughs> Just never bought any already made. <laughs> I had pervertibles. <laughs> yes, you did. Because <laughs> I'm a pervert. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about submissives, and we talked about all the categories last week. Right. And that was, to me, it was informative, you know, but I, I hate to put people in categories, but sometimes it helps people kind of address how they really are, and I think it's like a personal reflection. Right. And these prompts are really nice. I like... Um, like some of these, um, what situations make you feel most submissive? What do you want to achieve with your submission? Um, what are your desires as a submissive? Yeah. And until you can answer that question for yourself, how are you ever going to communicate it to somebody else? Yeah. So these are good ways to, for self-reflection to find out, okay, if this is a safe space, I'm the only one who's going to read this. What is it that I really want? Because... We've talked about the list before. We've talked about all those things. But until you internalize what it is that you want, you can't express that to anybody else. So I think that these are really good. And they make you think. And it takes time. That's a big statement right there. <laughs> You're like, until you internalize it. It's true. Yeah. It, that's a really true statement. Here's a good one. What are your expectations from your dominant? Oh, absolutely. Because everybody has different expectations from the dom. You know, we have we have some friends that don't think that I'm a great dom, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, because I'm not a good dom for them. I don't really think they're our friends. <laughs> Fine, they're your friends. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Me being a good dom for someone doesn't mean that I'm a good dom for someone else. Absolutely not. Me having a sub that's good for me doesn't mean that they're going to be a good sub for someone else. Yes. Because everybody's looking for something different. You know, some want a daddy dom. Absolutely. Some want a sadistic dom. Yes. You know. So it just depends on the person. Yes. And to say, to, to, to say that somebody's not a good dom or they're a fake dom, that's not really even a fair assessment because no no they okay they're not a good dog for you that's fine we'll find one that is absolutely yeah you know how many doms do we come across in this lifestyle in this community oh everybody thinks they're dumb everybody wants to think that they're a dom you know and that's great I love when a 20 year old tries to tell me they're a dom I think that's so cute <laughs> that's so cute I love it yeah this kid we met at the, the rack room the other night he couldn't be more than 22 23 yeah I'm a switch and me and my partner both looking at him like no no you're not yeah <laughs> you're a big old sub yeah you, you think so I was like yeah <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cute. But you know, we see other doms, and they're they're always they're they're always different. Like every other person we meet, right. we're all different. So, like you said, you might not be the dom for someone else, but you're a dom for this person for this reason. Right. Yeah. And 
you know, a lot of times you can switch that on and off. I know a lot of people are really attracted to 24-7, but in reality... Unless we're Christian Gray and we can afford it. <laughs> and even then, he still has to work. He still has to go to work, yeah. I mean, he might have a dominant personality at work, but he still has to do what he's got to do to make his business run. Yeah, he that's still, true. He still serves his business. That's very true. <laughs> Everybody serves somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you do. We all pay taxes. We all serve. That's right. We all serve the government when we pay our taxes. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead and stand up and say, I'm not paying my taxes. See what happens. You're going to be in jail getting tortured like your little sub was. Right. Remember that first <laughs> that first, uh, first Fifty Shades of Grey? She, she's like, oh, you've had a bad day. He's like, I've had a bad day. Go to our room. You know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, work got him all twisted and upset. He has to take it out on his sub. That didn't end well for him, did it? It did not. (laughs) He looked like an ass. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) What are some ways to negotiate your boundaries and desires with your potential dominant? Or partner? We can say partner. You're asking me? Yeah, in general. I'm not journaling. These are prompts for someone else. Again. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I was looking at the next set so I could say something. What is your. <laughs> Can we focus? No, Mr. ADHD. Listen, what is your ideal vision of a BDSM dynamic? That That's. That changes with every partner. It does. It does. I've, so now with mine, the one I currently have. Yeah. We can talk about this because we've talked about it before. Yeah. I don't want her to be my submissive. Yes. She doesn't want me to be her submissive. Yeah. We're both dominant, and, and we take turns kind of struggling to see who's going to be more dominant at that moment. You, you've seen us tackling yes, each other on I've the ground. I've seen that. That's, <laughs> that like, was insanity. That was crazy. <laughs> you know, you it. Oh, I did like it. That's <laughs> why like, I made it fun. I was like, oh, shit. Right. They're, they're on the floor. What the fuck just happened? It just got real in here. It did. And it's fun. We, and we yeah. enjoy that. So, and she's even asked, like, do you want me to be submissive to you? I'm like, no. I don't want you to be submissive to me. And right now, with our dynamic, I'm fulfilled in everything that I that I need at the moment. So, I'm not really looking for a submissive partner at the moment. Do you think all of that will change as you evolve? Do you think relationships like that? Dynamics change. Dynamics always change. Okay. And it's, it's going to, you know, and it depends on what we're doing. Yeah. So different activities, she she still doesn't become submissive, but she becomes more, she allows me to do more things to her. Yeah. And she enjoys Relaxed it. and comfortable with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So she allows me to do things. And then... I'll allow her to do things to me that I wouldn't let other people do. And that's how you should feel with your partner. That's why there shouldn't be labels. We're building trust. Yeah. And we're finding, we're exploring together. And there's things that we know we're not going to do. Yeah. And there's things that she doesn't want to do to me because she feels like that would make me too submissive. Yeah. She doesn't want to see me that way. Yeah. So she won't do those things to me. Um, There's some things that she'll do, we'll do together. In private, yeah, because they do become a little bit more submissive. Yeah, um, we were out in public. We went out to the public dungeon this weekend. We did electrical to each other. We took turns, but it wasn't submissive. It's just 
we enjoyed the electricity, so we did it to each other. Absolutely. But we didn't tie each other up, and we don't do humiliation. We don't do degradation to each other. That that's a hard limit for both of us. We're not doing that. But you know, we'll do needle play, knife play, fire play, electrical play. Choke the shit out of each other. Yeah. Throw each other on the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've seen that. We've seen that. You know, we do a lot of primal play. Yeah. You know, and the reason why I ask these is because it helps listeners, I think, kind of reflect on themselves and their own relationships. Yeah. Like that email with DJ. I think of DJ and his wife or his girlfriend. I think they are like our um, Alabama couple. Um, yeah. Our banana, banana couple, we always call them. Yeah. yeah. I think they're like that. I think, you know, they do the switch. Mm-hmm. You know, they both take different roles at different times. And they are a lot more submissive to each other than my partner and I are. Absolutely. But my last, my previous partner, she was very submissive. Yeah, extremely. In certain ways. In other ways, yeah. not so much. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she let me put a collar and leash on her and make her walk around on all fours and do all kinds of crazy shit to her. Yeah. I make her hump my leg. <laughs> yeah, that was entertaining. <laughs> but she enjoyed it. She, she yeah. really liked that. We always liked that. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. We did some funny. stupid shit. It yeah. was funny, but she liked it. Yeah. And so. That was really funny. And uh, I've had long distance relationships where I give her task and she go out and squirt in the snow. <laughs> you know, yeah, or hump the couch, or, yeah, you know, so it just depends, it depends on the person. Some people depend, gotta get to know each other. That's that's the key, right there. Yeah, and the more you get to know each other, the more you evolve. You get to right now, it's really nice because we get to explore together. So she gets to explore new things that she didn't realize she liked, and I, I get to do the same thing because it's a safe place. Or we can just take those labels away. Yeah. If anybody wants to check out this article, I'm going to actually post it. It's, yes. It, it's, it's really, there's too much to go through everything. It, it's a lot, but it's really informative. And right. it really makes people question themselves. And it's all about self-reflection in this, in this article. You know, what do you want to achieve with your submission? What are your boundaries and limits? You know, how do you communicate boundaries effectively? And that is such a thing. You know, we have met submissives. We have seen submissives at parties. And I always try to tell people as submissives coming in, hey, listen, if you're going to play with somebody, you need to know who they are. Just don't play with a random person that you don't know. You know, if you're going to play, you need to think responsible. You know? That's what... We told the kid the other night at the public, it was like, this is your first time ever to anything. Mm-hmm. My advice to you would be not to play with anybody. Yeah. Just watch. Absolutely. Just watch for next week. Just watch the week after. Get to know people. Start to form relationships. Yeah. Find people that you trust. And by the end of the night, he was asking us to shock him with lectures. And he's like, you didn't listen to the damn thing I said? Nope, he didn't. He was thinking with his penis. Well, got butt ass naked and his penis out. I'm like, all right, well, you're not shy. Let's, no, let's, but he's uh, a switch, remember? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny shit. Well, you know. I wish I had I, been. I, when I see my, my partner, I get naked too, so. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't let dudes touch me with electricity. He did. And he did. Says that. (laughs) That's awesome. So, um, it asks here what turns me on about being a submissive. So okay, so you've been asking me questions all night. Yeah. What turns you on about being a dominant? The control. That's the first thing. I I like to have control. I'm a very controlling person. I've been called a controlling person. choice phrases a raving bitch psycho (laughs) but you know (laughs) you know what people want to call me that it's totally cool with me because I have plenty of submissives who want to come to me and they want me to control them Hmm. and that's perfectly fine but I like that dynamic I like that that aspect I probably control everything in my life you know but um I don't know. Work with I, me, it'd be more of the edge play and the, the danger. Yeah. And, and I love that, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, I know you do Because, know. you know, I do extreme breath play. You know I mean? I, I do that. I haven't done knife play a lot. That doesn't really do anything for me because I know I'm really not going to cut the person. You know? And that's my thing is, yeah, actually cutting the person excites me a little bit. Yeah. 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 So we're different. We are different. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, to have someone's control, to have control over their breathing, to know that you could put them out in a matter of seconds Mm -hmm. and then have to bring them back if they die. (laughs) You know, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm not trying to kill people. I'm just trying to cut them. (laughs) Just scratch them a little bit, make them them bleed some. Actually, I went to Timo in a yeah. couple of weeks to watch, um, uh, was, <sighs> damn. Yeah. yeah. What it's is cutting. it, knife? It's the knife? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's coming Artistic up. cutting. Yeah, artistic cutting. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a demo that's coming up. I'm excited to go see. Okay. Um, I might have to do that one. I have to see what, what's on that day. But I will say that. Yeah, control is a big thing for me. In my mind, I've always thought of myself, if I'm submissive, I'm weak, and I can't show that vulnerability with anybody. And I've shown that vulnerability, obviously, with my spouse, Mm -hmm. and we've had those moments, but those are very few and far between. And when it's cute, when he does approach me in that sense of, you know, being submissive, I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even know what I'm going to fucking do to you the next (laughs) Like, don't even bring me up. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> but a lot of submissives, you. they find power. They find strength. They do. In being submissive. They do. Right. It's like... They can release. They can release. And they yeah. say, if I can get through that, I can get through anything. Absolutely. And they feel empowered. They do. Whereas a dominant, we feel empowered at the same time. Yes. So it's just people are wired differently. We're all wired differently. Don't just say you're a dom just because it looks cool. Yeah, no. Go fig- do the journal. And figure out what actually makes you tick. Yeah. Because, you know, we like you said, you meet the young guy at the local dungeon. And what does he do? I'm a switch. Because a lot of men are inferior with the sense that saying they're submissive, again, is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, where other men can be like, yeah, I'm a sub, you know. Like Stormy. Yeah. Stormy is is a genuine, true sub and in my eyes. he is not weak. He's not. There's no weakness in that man at all. Not at all. 
He not takes shit all. that I would die. He's strong. He's emotionally strong. He's yeah. he's a wonderful person through and through. Yeah. You know, and he's an incredible submissive when it comes to BDSM. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah, was, you said. I was impressed. It's it's incredible what he can take. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what he enjoys. My partner can take a lot more than I can, and she oh, enjoys it. I can believe it, yeah. And I try. I'm like, I, I want to be able to do that for you when you're doing it to me, but I, I, I told her I just can't. I know. Just I'm like you. You know, there's nerve damage that I have in my back. Can't take impact. Yeah. You know, I get migraines. Can't take the hair being pulled or anything like that. Yeah, I can't deal with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't turn me on. The pain inflicted on me just does nothing. Yeah. People are wired different. People are wired differently. So, back to journaling, back to reflection, self-reflection. Yeah. And, you know, submissives. We always do a shout-out for our submissives because people that are submissives, they need to be very consciously aware of who they play with and what they do. And a lot of times, as a dom, you can give your submissive assignments to do some journaling. Yes. To give to the dom. Yeah, you've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Write this down for me. Articulate it. And when you're comfortable with it, give it to me so I can see how you're feeling. Absolutely. And sometimes it's easier to tell your dom how you're feeling if you write it down. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, this has been a good episode. Woohoo! We learned some stuff. I hope so. Yay! I hope so. And if anybody has a fun story, they need to write in and tell John and I. Right. So we can read it on, and we can completely mess it up while we're reading it. MiraRayHot.com. <laughs> you can write it in there, MiraRayHot at gmail.com. Yes. All right. Okay? Okay. All right, John. Until next time, make all of your journal fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>